We're like cat lovers only. Click right. here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. Now that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say that there's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. I I almost got spoiled. I almost got spoiled. Spo- with, why? What happened? Well, it's it's. I mean, I've lasted like thirty years without being spoiled, and like the minute I'm trying to like actually, you know, not be spoiled with this this thing. Um, yeah. My uh, daughter Romani, she watches this like. I don't know what show it is. It's a YouTube thing where they give like kids food to try and then they like, it's like funny or whatever. Right. Right. So they're giving it. So the theme or is ever is, is food from TV shows. Right. Okay. So they do like Seinfeld with the uh, black and white cookie and the big salad and the, I mean, this is clearly for adults because Romani's not understanding Seinfeld. No, she's not. (laughs) She's not. But so it is. Yes. It's, it's, here it is it's all from so it's it's seinfeld and then it goes um i love lucy with the chocolates and the conveyor belt so they try to oh yeah yeah that's right good. they try yeah. to get them classic. To see, right it's classic it is classic um and then they do twin peaks with the cherry pie and the coffee yeah okay right which that sounds totally spoiler. makes sense totally makes sense yeah. so i'm watching it and i'm like oh this is kind of funny um and then all of a sudden the woman who's giving the uh the treats to the kids or whatever Go spoiler alert. And oh like, gosh. I freak out. I freak out. <laughs> I like, I like uh, take the phone, throw it across the room. Like, there's, I do not want to know anything like right. at this right. moment. Right. Right. Like, normally What's... I'm not a spoiler person. Like, I'm normally, I'm right. like, t- just tell me. Like, wh- okay, just tell me. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, 30 years ago, okay, I, I don't, th- I think it's okay if you tell me. Yeah, what I'm the same is. way. Yeah. But yeah. this point in time, I do. I am so invested in this now because the whole thing is like I can't know what happens. I, right. I how this came into my life the moment this was happening. I don't know, but let me tell you this: there's no way having having seen the first episode or or the first season. There's no way she could have spoiled something that kid like. There's no to me. There's no way it's. A six I mean I don't know how many years like six seven eight I mean these are young kids probably watching this like show mm-hmm. there's no way she could spoil this for the for like those kids in a way that would be appropriate like there's no well spoil- I'm not taking any chances I mean, I'm not taking any chances okay yeah well you know what it may have been a spoiler alert for me too because quite frankly I haven't seen the second you know the second season right. and I haven't seen the third season Right. So, I mean, you know I mean, who knows? But uh, listen, all I know is I did not need a spoiler at that time. I would say 100 percent. I would have said, like, if you would have said, hey, Brian, what are the safe shows for me to we- to watch that I would never, ever get a spoiler alert? I'd be like, why don't you watch a, a cooking show that has to do with kids foods? Right. 
that would be the perfect show to watch if you never wanted spoilers. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you, if if you are watching this right now, do not watch. I don't know. I think it's like high. I think it's called Hi Ho Kids or something like that. I don't I really like, watch it. I, 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 mean, I, know I, I don't know anything about the show. I don't want to let this. But like, I think that's it. Um, well, that's that's a good key. That's this is good. We're giving our audience, you know, uh, lessons. Like, hey, be careful uh, out there. Be you know? careful out there with YouTube. You never know what kind of rabbit hole is going to spoil everything for you. Yeah, thirty year show, a thirty year old show. Right, for kids, marketed for kids. Not the show isn't marketed <laughs> for kids. I mean, the show that's spoiling is marketing for kids. Right, Twin Peaks isn't marketed for kids. No, let's be. It's not a kids Let's show. be upfront about I that. Be, yeah, I want to be totally clear about that. <laughs> uh, okay, I got. I have a hard out, as they say. Okay, so we so need to. Let's do. Yeah, going. I mean, let's do this. I don't think. Listen, this is this is episode seven. Realization time. That's the name of the episode. Um, I yeah. think everything's kind of like. So, up to this point, I'm not going to even give a recap. If you don't know the story by now. I don't know what, what are you to doing. You. I know. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> so, um, and this is the episode right before the final. So it is. It's just it's it's clearing some things up, putting people into place. That's where it's going, right? We're putting yeah. the pieces into place so that we can have the 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 the, the climax, finale. The finale. Yeah. Right. Um. So the first thing I wanted to mention is we ended. <clears throat> If you remember, we ended last episode at quite the cliffhanger because Audrey is in bed, in, in Cooper's bed, as Cooper kind of, you know, does his FBI thing. He gets in there, turns on, asks that person to turn on the light. His gun is pointed. He doesn't know who it is and it turns out to be Audrey. She's in the bed. And she is, we can assume, it seems like she is uh, unclothed. Correct. She's naked. Yeah. I mean, this is network TV in 1990s. So... Yeah, but it's pretty clear. Yeah, I, mean, even, I, I agree. Even for 1990. Um, I expected, quite honestly, I expected Cooper to be a bit tougher on Audrey. Yeah, I mean, okay. But he is kind of like, uh, y- yes, too. And this goes, uh, so this, I have a couple things to say. First of all, let's not forget the openings are important. The opening of this was a moon. The last opening was a moon, right? That came yeah. into focus. If we remember, yeah, it was yeah. it was out of focus, comes into focus, full moon. This is a moon that is already in focus, except we have some shadow half on the moon. Right? It's like waning or waxing. It's not a full moon. No. So we just I just want to point that out that this the imagery that we get now before we go anywhere is a moon that is covered with sh- half shadow. Half yeah. of it we see, half of it we don't. Half of it is missing. Half of it we see. Whatever. So that's it's giving us a clue of what's being revealed in this episode. I think we gotta we gotta pay attention to that, right? We're looking at no. I get, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get so it. I, don't, I, get I mean, I know this thing about Cooper is important, but let's let's look at the visuals here. Well, yeah, no, I, I totally understand. But my but you're looking at visuals. That's what you do. I'm looking at people and their reactions. And in this particular case, I did not feel that the reaction that Cooper had towards Aldrey. Uh, Audrey was in line with what I expected from him. Are you an FBI agent? Let me just ask you, no, are but, you an FBI agent? No, but okay. I am a human being. Yeah, but this is what I'm talking about. Cooper literally says, I am an agent of the FBI. His training right. may have 
provided him answers to this situation that we are not aware of. We don't know about guess, FBI training. Do you know about FBI training? I do know a little bit about FBI training. I don't know if if it if it goes into what do you do when there's an underaged because we I mean look she says she's eighteen right, right. but I, neither you nor I believe that. I don't think Cooper believed it either. I mean, and I don't think Cooper believes it. So I mean, like, so I would really think that he would be a little bit more harsh on her. And and like then he says like he says something like um, I think he I think he actually kind of hides behind this FBI training or whatever because he's he's like hey would things have been different if if we were if I wasn't in the FBI like maybe like yeah he does I, I mean I don't I don't know if that's true or not you know what I mean we're talking about definitely an inappropriate relationship I don't know I, well listen I've been saying this from the very get go right I mean the the the, the premise is in is is a underage woman underage girl I should say has been yeah. murdered and has had um sexual relationships with like three three guys before she was murdered right yeah yeah so let's not kid ourselves about them trying to like uh walk around these these relationships in this in this film right that are inappropriate I just expected more from Agent Cooper I just expected more from Well him. listen I don't know his reaction uh he certainly seems like he is interested but again like He's he's kind, right? And if he goes he kind. and and maybe he's, yeah. he maybe he still needs some information. Maybe he's trying to build a relationship to get some more information. Like certainly later in the in the in the episode, Audrey is trying to reach out to him. Just oh, yeah. misses, yeah. just misses. Yeah. But yeah. is he trying? Is his training saying like, wait a second, I have an opportunity now to uh, get somebody who could be on the inside of this? I mean, possibly. Is I was just this an opportunity? I, I just, if I show uh, kindness, if I do not, if I, if I put up a, a boundary, but yet still uh, leave something there, am I um, being strategic? So perhaps. I mean, I guess I'm just disappointed. Is all I'm saying. I just wanted to point out that I was disappointed in that. I want to also point out that I do not approve of of that sort of thing and i've said that from the get-go but like hey this is where we are so i again i don't know his fbi training may have um provided him with answers that i don't know maybe he does say something he does say secrets are dangerous oh, one of the things i think is that he says secrets are dangerous uh because that's what audrey is talking about secrets and then he he says hey i don't have any secrets yeah and i believe i mean i, I think i believe him i think i believe him too i think i believe him too so and 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 Audrey did say, like, hey, um, you know, Laura's got lots of secrets, right? So, right. Or Laura right. had, I should say, lots of secrets. All right. So, next thing that happens is we cut. To, he's like, oh, I'm going to get some, uh, some food. You put on some clothes and we'll talk. Okay. Get some malts. Right. Get a, like, 1950s malt. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like I've never even had a malt. Why would you? I, 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 I don't. I, you know, I I've mean, had malt. I don't like. I don't, I don't really like it. Seems like something I wouldn't it's like. It's chalky. It's not really chocolatey. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that. Very nineteen fifties. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Here's. So there's been some tension between Andy and um, and Lucy. And yes. Andy walks in, and Lucy is very cold. Yeah. And Andy's like, "What the heck's going on, man? Like, come on, right?" Um. She's. I think she's pregnant. She's clearly pregnant. Oh, yeah. She was sick the day before. Yeah, she's, she like, didn't come into the work. Doctor the doctor calls, calls her. Like, okay, right? 
And so right. is there a mystery of, you know, is Andy the father? I think so. I don't think that's much of a mystery, but you know, maybe not. Maybe, and maybe that's why she's a little cold to him. Yeah. You don't know. I don't yeah. know, but I think I know. <laughs> um, I do like the fact that Cooper still has his whistle though. He does a little tune there. It reminds me of the, um, uh, encounters of the, uh, close encounters of the third kind, the little, little oh, yeah, tune. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it wasn't exactly, but it kind of reminded me, but he loves that little whistle. It's good. He likes it. Yeah. He carved it. I mean, he spent his first, I mean, if you think about it, the first couple of days in Twin Peaks, he carved it and then just, wasn't it just before he had his dream, he blew on the whistle, he yeah. had completed it, blew on the whistle, goes to that bed that night, has his dream. And now we see him coming into the, and he toots it again, like a kind of like a. I think he's got things figured out, you know what I mean? Or at least he, at least he feels like he's going in a good direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if he has everything figured out, because he does say like, this is so we're at the bird, right? The bird's here, and they're treating the bird as a witness, right? The the bird right. because the bird can speak, right? So they're trying to get the the bird to speak. Um, we find out that Cooper doesn't actually like birds, which I think is kind of interesting. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I but um, but he basically says, you know, we know the who and the when, but he's looking for the why. Like, that's yeah. what Cooper's looking for. Um, yeah. And you've got so we know that Renette, Laura, Leo and Jock were all at the cabin. All with, in the cabin. All with the bird. All with the bird. And so the bird becomes very important. He is literally an eyewitness. Yeah. So, um, he's got a little, his voice, his, his tape recorder is actually voice activated, which is kind of awesome too. You know, it's not just, you know, he's been talking to Diane this whole time, but it's voice activated. So he's going to put it there and he's going to wait for the bird to say something. You feel, I I feel every time he does do the, the, uh, he doesn't use, it doesn't seem to use the voice activation very much because he seems to always press it. Like he makes a point of pressing it and then talking into it. So, you know, technology, that's big. That's a, probably a big tech. Uh, I think it probably was a big technology uh, advancement. Kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, 90s. that's an FBI thing yeah. at that the, time. The FBI is going to have that. CIA is going to have that. NSA, those those types right. of agencies are going to have that stuff. Right. So um, we see the next thing we see. Well, here's Leo. He is not uh, he was not killed. But we do see that Shelly did hit him in the arm. It looks like. Did you think he was going to be killed? No. I mean, did you think that? No, I don't okay. think he's going to be killed. No. Um, he's wounded. He's, he's wounded. wounded. He's wounded. Uh, Shelly's pretty torn up about this. It And and Bobby is like, I'm going to, you know, get, you know, I'm going to get everybody, right? Um, he's he's here to deal with everything. Um, yeah, talking tough again. Talking tough, always. but like, here's Bobby again, like, you know, he's he's got to look into himself a little bit because he is, he is, if, if what we learned with Dr. Jacoby is correct... He is somebody who does he's a he's does things for other people, right? He's, he yeah, tries yeah, to fix yeah. things for other people and he did that with Laura and Laura took advantage with that. I don't think Shelly's taking advantage of this, but again, he can get himself into Well, I mean, and, and Leo's sitting out there in his truck with a with a rifle. Yeah. You know, ready to he's just waiting for Bobby to come. Right. Out. And he's also listening to the police I don't know how he's listening to the police scan. Maybe it's the, the police, police scanner, scanner or whatever, but he's hearing yeah. that, uh-oh, now I, I got some more stuff that I got to deal with, right? Because they're talking about the bird and the bird being a witness. Yeah. So he hears that. And, and 
Yeah, and it's clearly that is clearly more important, right? I mean, like that's yeah. clearly more important to him than than getting Bobby. Because Bobby, Bobby is just a revenge thing. I mean, that's pe- that's petty compared to the bigger picture. And he, Leo yeah. understands that. Yeah, I mean, he's in a jam now, and maybe you know what? Uh, Hank might have been not. Ha- yeah, uh, Hank might have been right. Leo may have bit off a little bit more than he could chew. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, so, I mean, I think he's learning that now because he's in a bit of a jam, Leo. Yeah. You know, he's got a lot of things going on. Um, cut two. Now we're at, um, I, uh, maybe it's Laura's house. I don't know whose house it is, but we got the, the, the three kid investigators here. We got Maddie. The Scooby gang. The Scooby yeah. gang, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Maddie is here and uh, James and Donna listening to the tape that Maddie found. Seems to be a bunch of tapes. Um, one is missing, yeah. right? Um, but again, it's just dream references. Laura's, uh, says something about a dream. Um, and he's, he's, I'm going to dream about it tonight. She's she's talking specifically to doc, Dr. Jacoby, right? We know that he gets these, these things. She said something about his coconut, which we know the coconut had that, um, the secret, yeah, the kind of heart thing in it. So we know that something also maybe is important about that, but. Here's what I think I took I took away from that. It's intra here's the kids, right? So there's two investi- there's actually three investigations going on. There's the police investigation, there's the Scooby Gang investigation, the kids, and then there's Audrey's uh investigation, right? So what's I think is interesting is the kids the Scooby Gang thinks they have it all figured out, right? They think they know what's going on, yep. but they're so far from we, we at least we think they're so far from the truth, right? They're they're not even in the realm of what really is going on, yeah. right? But they think they've got it figured out. Yeah, I mean that's know? that's um that's what I wrote down too. Uh, like the kids, they're going down the wrong path, but they are sure because they're kids. They yeah. think they got figured out. They don't. I mean, they can look around. They think everybody's going a different path than them, right? So they're gonna yeah. like get. Yeah. Yeah, look, we found this kind of evidence, and we're gonna go down here. So yeah. is it the right path? We don't think so, um, but once yeah, once again, these this idea of these kids thinking they know more than everything else that's right. going around. Exactly, you know, uh, uh, even against the evidence that's presented to them. So, um, I think it, they said um, Laura was killed on February twenty third. I think that's about the same time we started the, this uh, this kind of this uh, the the identical Twin Peaks podcast. Really, I didn't even um, I didn't put that together. I think we started it like around the same time that Laura was That's fictionally spooky. killed in 1990. That's spooky. It is. I, well, you know, these things come together, I guess. Um, so they, we go to the the Horns department store. I love the idea of a department store because that doesn't exist really anymore, does it? In 1990, it was still sure, but just, like nowadays, yeah. if you're thinking yeah. about a department store, yeah, who even knows what that is? I mean, people hardly know what malls are anymore. To be yeah, and and the fact like, and also the fact that you would go into a department store for perfume and like have a conversation with somebody to get the right perfume, right. like that just doesn't seem like it would happen. I mean, maybe it does. I don't buy perfume, but I mean that just doesn't seem like it would happen nowadays. Although there certainly are perfume counters when malls still existed. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, I don't even know if malls is. I haven't been in a mall forever. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been one. Either. I know they exist, but I haven't been in one. Um, but Audrey is not a good salesperson. No, she's not. I I wrote that down. But I wanted. Did you see that? I love the, how the invitation of love comes up in there. And there's the. Oh yeah. There's a big invitation of love that gets to selling perfume or whatever. Um, 
and and here's one thing like I just remi- was reminding you. I'm looking at the invitation to love the woman. The woman has the neck has this necklace, right? She talked about the necklace last was it lap- at last episode. Yeah, at some uh, point. Yeah, there was this necklace. Um, I watched One Eyed uh, Jacks. Yeah, the the film One Eyed Jacks. Yeah, yeah. Brando. Yeah, there's a point in that film. Uh, where there's a necklace that is um, kind of uh, shown, and it looked very similar. I, I'm just I I I, I can't be sure because I didn't go back and watch. But to, in right. my in my memory, the necklace that was in One Eye Jacks reminds me of the necklace that was an invitation to love. And I think that's a pretty if if that is correct. I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I think that's interesting too. Huh? You'll have to be. You're going to have to keep us apprised of. Twin Peaks versus One Eye Jacks, and what are if there are more coincidences or more? Yeah, let, I mean, I think we should do that next episode when it wraps up, and I can kind of like really yeah. see it from a distance. But um, there's some interest. I, I, I go see the. I mean, watch the movie One. It's a good western. I liked it. I might try. I, I do like western. Marlon Brando. I got. I'm not a huge Marlon Brando fan. I don't. You know, he, this was a role that he kind of. I mean, he directed this the, the film, and he put himself in this role. Uh, I don't see him. Eh, I, I, I'm I'm hot and cold on his method, man. He can do any role. I know he can do any role. I'm just like hot and cold on his 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 performance. Anyway, you should see it. It was pretty good. All right, I'll I'll take a look. I, I actually watched that that uh, mo- that uh, the movie that started this whole thing that you talked about, the Salvador Dali yeah. movie. Yeah, Brumel. Yeah, it was a bit much for me. I'm not sure I. Well, listen. You need that. You need that base. Anyway, it was a nice base, though. It did. It did. It did clarify some things in my mind. Okay. Anyway, back to Twin Peaks. Right. Back to uh, back to Twin Peaks. She's at the perfume counter. She's trying to get. I mean, she's doing a little un- undercover work here. Right. Um, she goes into the the back room. Um, learns about, you know, how this happens. How people get selected to go to One Eye Jacks. She's smoking the entire time while she's in a closet. By the way. Yeah, I mean, but like, it, you know, I was people like clearly like the dude smokes, right? Um, yeah, Emery, but he's not actively smoking. Yeah, but at the time, I mean, but like at this point, like the probably office smells like smoke. Uh, if yeah. you smoke, you, your nose gets a little desensitized to it, right? No one sees the smoke coming from the the closet. Well, like it's, I mean, it slats. It's like. <laughs> In any case, you know, I'm not I mean, it's 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 weird because like part of me like wants to analyze everything that's in this, because, as you know, like these aren't amateurs putting on this making this TV show and things are there for a reason. Right. And at the same time, it's like, well, come on now. Like, I realize that the smoking is just for a look and there's a there's a look that they're going for for Audrey. And I get that, too. But come on. I mean, but yeah, it's also like. You know, Audrey is not interested. She's not thinking things fully, right? She's not thinking all the all the steps down the line, right? Well, she's she has so much in confidence the moment. in herself. She's she's confident in herself. She knows yeah. it, and so um, so uh, you know, picking up a cigarette and smoking. I don't think that's out of, she out is of character. Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's like so far, like she's never really failed at anything. She knows that she every other instance she's been able to get by on her looks right or the, her, her her sexuality let's say right and so she or even like the fact that her innocence even so she's always succeeded before so why not she's full of confidence at this point yeah. 
I do like I do like how I think Jen it was Jenny. I don't know who the the girl is um, that she's looking at. I think it's her name was Jenny. Um, she's like okay, like she gets the unicorn head, and she's like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like she's not like she's yeah. like, is there money involved with this? Can I get money? Yeah. Like, and it's like. And he's I like, okay, well okay. yeah, I think it was perfect because yeah. that's exactly what this guy's looking for, right? She's he's looking yeah. for the guy who's like, all right, let's let's get over a couple of these things. Maybe uh, we know what we're talking about. Here's some, you know, you're looking for the money. I can get you some money. This is how we can yeah. do it. So yeah, yeah. Um, I love Hank. Hank in this one, I think Hank is doing a great job. Uh, or the actor who's who's playing Hank is is doing a great job here. He's working on Shelley. You know, he's trying to get yeah. into Shelly's good graces. We still, uh, he gets some information about Big Ed, right? Like, that's what he yeah. was kind of looking for. We still see that he's kind of not a great dude. He steals that, like, you know, Zippo or whatever, the lighter. Yeah. And uh, the sheriff comes in. And the sheriff can see through Hank uh, pretty oh, easily. Oh, yeah, right away. Yeah. 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 And, and, I mean, the sh- and the sheriff is no joke. Like, the sheriff comes in, and it's not even, not even small talk. Right. Hank or the sheriff Harry comes in and he's just like, dude, I, I got your number, right. man. Don't screw up. Um, uh, and you know, he's going to, you know, Hank, you know, Hank doesn't care. He doesn't care. No, Hank doesn't care. I think the interesting thing here is, um, Hank says like, do you think people can change? And, I don't, and Cooper didn't give an answer to that. And I think, I think Cooper would say yes to that question. Uh, you know what? That's a great... Because Harry doesn't. I don't know. Harry's like, listen, people don't change. I put them in jail yeah. and they're going to be in jail. They come out, yeah. they're still going to be criminals. I don't know. I don't know if Cooper would agree with that. I don't know either. That's a good... That is a great question. I don't know if Cooper would agree with it either. But he does give um, him some sage advice here and just be yes. like, listen, once a, I think it's once a day, like once a day, once you a treat day, yourself. Get, treat yourself to a present or give yourself a present. Right. Yeah. And that was, that was coffee. And again, I like the coffee. We're, th- we're always constantly thinking about doubles or duality in this, right? Where, you know, mm-hmm. there's good, bad, um, you know, mirror image of things. And so the two coffees come out exactly the same. I just like that they're constantly referencing that. Well, even like, the, you know, so what's what's Cooper always getting? He loves his coffee, which is bitter, right? You would say bitter to, to coffee because he takes it black, right? Yeah. Bitter coffee. And then what else? Pie, which is sweet. You know what I mean? So like he's he even in his like food choices has got that like duality, that that yin and yang, um, you know, balance even maybe you could say. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I I, I, I really like that kind of scene at the diner because, first of all, you, you see Hank. Hank is a different type of bad guy than Leo. Leo is just, right, he's, like, all he's bad. bad. I mean, no one's going to look at Leo Hank and be is like, like oh, is this guy good or bad or whatever. It's all yeah. bad. Yeah. And, and, and Hank is, like, he's a sneaky. He's 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 got he, – he's kind of uh, more concealed in what he, he does. Um, so um, – Anyway, so so we so it's back to Audrey again. Yeah, and Audrey Audrey, you know, gets the uh, you know, I don't think Jenny's buying this at all, but whatever. She gives her the number. No, Jenny doesn't care. <laughs> Jenny doesn't not care at all. Yeah. She's like whatever. Um and uh you know, she makes herself uh, an appointment uh to go up there uh to the to the to one see Black Jacks. Rose. Yeah. 
But what I what I really thought was fun, like I, I agree with you. It was to me, I almost laughed out loud because like Jenny is not buying anything that Audrey is saying, and Audrey could have. It's almost like Audrey could have just been better off just being like, "Hey, you know that number? Like, could you just give me that number to Black Rose? Like, I didn't, I don't have it or anything, but like, could you just give it to me." Mm-hmm. And like Jenny sees through, which I think gives us a clue about how other people actually perceive, or maybe people who are a little bit more worldly than. Um, Audrey, they can see through her, right. right? Like Jenny knows the score, right? She and she can see right through Audrey, but Audrey's putting on this front, like she's try, she's thinking she's really too smart for her own good. And I think that's going to come back, and we see it a little bit later in the episode that comes back a little yeah, bit for her. Definitely. Um, we cut to cut to invitation to love and um, Chet, who is like the guy. Um, you know the main kind of main character, the kind of sad sack in this right. in this in this thing. Yeah. Um, he's got a gun and he's gonna fire it at Montana and he shoots Montana. I don't think we ever saw Montana before. I'm trying to think if we did or not. But I don't remember seeing Montana before either. Um, but anyway. But yeah. But but what I like about this is Nadine is watching this and she goes, "You show him, Chet, right? Like, yeah. There's some power there." that Nadine is like really interested in. Um, and the, the other interesting thing about this is right now is like, I see pictures in the background of like, I don't know if I, it looks like two boys or a boy and a girl, or there's two pictures. And I'm wondering like, is it in their kids? Right. So is it, is it them as oh, kids I, or are their kids? Mm. I don't know. It's, I just think it's interesting. I don't think well, that yeah, Ed and either. Nadine have kids. No, I because they talk about uh, you know Bobby or not, I mean James, but right. James is what the the nephew. Right. So I don't know what those those pictures are. Seems interesting. I don't know why you'd have. Anyway, I missed the pictures. That, I, mean, I, I, I was just kind of just like I just saw that and was just wondering. I didn't miss the fact that Nadine's patent was rejected, though. Yeah, and she it is, seems like a I dynamite mean, idea. Man. Well, you know, I don't. <laughs> the thing about it. Was the I think the grease was the biggest concern. You'd have to have some sort of containment system with the grease. I think she was just thinking, well, I'll just put grease on the napkins or whatever she was using. Cotton balls. Cotton balls. Cotton cotton, balls. Right. Right. Yeah. I I think there needs to be some sort of containment system within uh, that mechanism, um, where you're going to get grease all over the place. But Ed is pretty patient with her. Like I, Ed sees that there's like Ed I think knew that this wasn't going anywhere anytime soon, even when she first brought it up. He indulges her, and now he again, you know, is he's there for her. Yeah, he's there for her, but again, uh, looking at him, uh, kind of saying, like, don't give up on this, and he holds her. He's, there's, a, there's a kind of, like, you know, he might have given up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's, oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, given yeah. up yeah. on this. Yeah, um, totally. So. Um. We're going to a sh- we're going to a shot now with this little banter between um, uh, Martel and uh, Harry about this fish. Fish was a lot bigger when he caught it, and the stuffing like takes a, you know the taxidermy yeah. Yeah. doesn't make it look as big. But really, when we get into it, it's it's this um, this scene between uh, the sheriff Harry Josie. and Josie. Yeah, yeah, and, it's revealed. and she's really planting the seeds of. Like, like that Catherine is planning to do something. Yes, yeah, very specific. But like she's specific yeah. with that. And yeah. 
you know, everybody seemed to know that Catherine and Ben Horn were like fooling around. That wasn't the big reveal here. The big reveal right. is that um, is that they're going to burn the place down, right? Yeah. And so yeah. we're we're seeing that. And also, when we're thinking about, it, we know that Josie and Ben Horn like seem to be connected, but we also know that Josie. I think we do that. Josie and Hank are connected, yeah. right? With the the we knew that from the last episode. Right, so with the, um, yeah. we're seeing again, talking about double crosses, we're seeing another good double cross like starting to form and be planted yeah. here. Yeah. Um, I did like the fact that Cooper actually says, hey, are you sure about Josie? Yeah. Because Cooper comes in and he, or like Hank comes in and he's like, hey, this is it's going down. Like I, I've got like firsthand knowledge. Like this is a big deal. And Cooper's like, eh, right. what do you really know about this person? Do, are you sure? Right. And, you know, Harry says, yeah, I am sure. And I think Cooper reluctantly, or maybe just to, like, satisfy Harry, says, all right, if you're cool with it, I'm cool with it, too. But I'm not sure Cooper is. Yeah, and also keep in mind, like, Cooper is not focused on whether the mill burns down or not. Like, Yeah, he can he's, care less. He's more, and is there a connection? We don't know yet, right? Right, um, right. But he's more interested in, in Laura Palmer and and how that happened. Maybe there's a connection in the end, but he's, he's not concerned about if a mill burns down or not. Right. Right. Um, but he is dressed to the nines. Uh, he comes in like 007, you know what I'm saying? Like he is, oh, yeah. Yeah. he's like, this is the FBI. I don't know. Maybe this is FBI protocol when you go gambling. Apparently. Well, let me tell you, I know a little bit about the okay. FBI and that's, that is true. It, that is exactly what you get. One of those, right. uh, you know, tuxedos for undercover, uh, just in case you never work. know. Right. And you also get a, um, a high class, uh, disguise kit. Right. Uh, including mustaches and, uh, curly wigs. wigs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your standard, your standard disguise stuff. Well, I'll tell you what it was. Um, what was like FBI? And again, like, I just want to, this is Audrey tries to call, uh, or get, get a hold of Cooper before he leaves. And he doesn't. So like, you know, there's a there's a miss there um oh you know what we did actually forget like Catherine finds out there's a life insurance plan taken out yes on yeah and we, i I'm sorry we, we're kind of skipping, well, skipping, uh, skipping around I, I wanted, but. I'll, I'll remember what i wanted to say about like the um the fbi kit uh like spy kit but um yeah there's an fbi there's a uh there's a there's an insurance taken out on her now i don't know how listen i don't know how insurance life insurance works i have life insurance through my 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 work my place of employment yeah i didn't go through a lawyer or anything to i don't know how it works i didn't know that you could take a life insurance policy off out of on somebody and not not have them know about it like well well no 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 i don't i think that they were trying to scam the guy that's what happened like the guy's like hey man like it was really unusual that you weren't there. And, you know, Ben's, Ben Horn said that he was going to collect the signatures. But I actually kept this last one because I wasn't sure about it. It's a new policy. I see. This stuff kind of bothers me. I kept this. And now that it's about to go into place, I'm going to have you sign it. Like this is like it was almost like the insurance guys own insurance. Right. But he is he's also like he's like, is there anything? Uh, are you an ambitious man or whatever? And um He's he's like yeah I'll help you with anything and then he kind of mo- mouths the word anything um, like he's like listen I know something shady was maybe happening here and yeah. I'm willing to work with you a little bit uh, 
on this. You know what's weird? Okay, so I see where you're coming from for that. I actually came from the idea of like that insurance dude, the way insurance works, that insurance dude gets paid when he gets the insurance uh, thing signed. So like he gets a portion or, a, you know, his salary or commission depends on getting insurance. Right. So he's like, I don't care how this thing gets signed. Like, it's tricky. I don't want to go through anything illegal because I thought this was shady in the first place and I don't want to be a part of it. But I will do anything to have you sign this thing. I see. Like I need to sign so I can get my money. Okay, I you know see. I mean? I and see. this is a big. This is a big account. It's like a hundred million dollars or one million. I can't remember how much it was. I can't remember what was on the thing, but like it's probably a big account for him. Yeah. No. Certainly. Um. Right. I can see that. Yeah. I. I listen. Again, I don't know anything about insurance. And ABC always be selling, man. He needs to make that's the sale. Fair. That's fair. He's desperate for the sale at this point. Yeah. I guess you're right. Guess you're right, and she and and Catherine now is in a bit of a bind, and she's like really. She's like, how could I not have seen this? You know, she's really beating herself up a little bit on this. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, 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 I always, I said ABC always be it's always be closing, always, right, be, always closing. be closing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I didn't even catch you on that, um, and I should have. Um. So here's the other thing that I think is important. We see Audrey. She slips a note under the uh, Cooper's door again. Yeah, that's yeah. not what I think is important. I think what happens next is important. Is she walks down the hall and she sees a new guest arrive, and that new guest um, is appears to be from Asian descent. I, I mean, I I don't know exactly where. I, I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah, like I, if the, but he appears to be an Asian he, descent, and you he's not somebody from town. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, he yeah. looks like he has a it, pretty fancy dressed as well. Yeah, he's he's so I don't know. They have an eye connection and that's about it. Audrey, I think, makes note of this in her mind. You know, I mean, clearly it's something unusual. It's unusual enough. She makes a note. He he nods at her. I mean, he he he's the one who kind of like initiates the hey, how you doing? Um, And for her, maybe it's just a guest in the room. Uh, You know, I mean, they they see people all the time. Well, it's important that we know it. I mean, it's important that we know it. Yeah, that is for sure. Um, yeah. They're not going to just put anything. I mean, they're not going to have that scene unless it's important, right? You're not going to. Right. So. We haven't seen any other guests check in. So, well, except for the, I guess, the uh, Norwegian. Icelandic. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, Norwegian or whatever. Um, um, so here's. The, so they're getting ready to, to the big sting operation. Uh, they're testing their microphone. This is what I want to say. Oh, and, and, and then the bird uh, gets um, taken out, essentially. Leo shoots the bird, man. He he wasn't able to shoot Bobby, but he shoots the bird. But the bird is still able to get a couple words on the tape, the voice-activated tape recorder. Yep. And those those words were, of course, important. But um, Lara, don't go there. He goes. He goes. Hurting me. Stop it. And Leo, no. And that was all like, yeah. I think that was supposed to be Lara's voice because the, it mimics people's voices. Well, I actually thought that that was a really great way to do it because you're hearing a bird voice so you as the viewer this is what you've been talking about from the very beginning about seeing a sandwich and then seeing somebody's eyes and then in saying to yourself oh that person's hungry like you're you're hearing this bird voice and then you have to you have to create your own emotions for who is when that bird heard that voice right you know what i mean like you have to come up with your own pain and horror and 
um, you know, anguish that Laura was feeling in those moments when the bird is just simply saying like, you know, like, stop or don't do that, right. you know? And, and so I thought that was really good device to be able to do that. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, again, it doesn't tell us the why, but it still is con- concrete about the where and the when or the, the, yeah. the, yeah, the who and the when or where. Right. I don't think there's a when we know when that's February. We know 23rd. when we know, yeah. we know where, uh, we're why. not exactly sure who, because we, we, it could be Leo. It could be jock. You know, we don't know what happened down, you know, in that room or in that cabin or whatever. Right. But the bigger question is why? Right. And why? we do know, right. we don't know who exactly killed Lara Palmer. Um, but we do know who was all there and who had possibilities that we could, but we don't know why we still don't know the why. Yeah. Anyway, Barney and Fred roll into the uh, the High Rollers Club here. Um, that's their their undercover names. Uh, yeah, and and you know, I mean, it it seems we're a little nervous about Ed here. I at think the Ed's beginning. Great. He's he's not yeah. quite on board. I love I love Blackie. She goes, "You look like a cop." She just goes like, "You and you, yeah, yeah you look like a cop." Uh, and then of course, you know. Cooper's makes the save of like I'm the cop, right? You know, like yeah, he's, he's saving it a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. But at the end, uh, Ed gets a gets the hang of it. He even goes he goes above and beyond. To be fair, yeah, like he's he's really I, selling it. I was really the actor. That whole scene is great because Cooper's look like you can see like like you don't see panic in Cooper's facial features, but you see panic in Cooper's eyes. <laughs> Like I was watching the scene and you can just see like Cooper actually like freaking out like when Ed is just biffing it, man. Right. He's just not a set. And then he slowly gets into it. He makes he gets a little comfortable. The actor who plays Ed, I don't know who that actor is, but he's very good. Yeah. He he's really good, I think. Yeah. I mean he ends up uh he ends up really nailing it and getting in there. Um Yeah. So I mean, then they then they start and and Ed loses his shirt. It seems like I mean he's he's not doing so hot. Uh, no. I do like Cooper. Cooper's like, hey, when I go when I use the government's money, I like to come back with like a fifteen right. to twenty percent return, right? right? Like, like Cooper's going in being like, we're gonna make some money, man. And to be fair, like, Cooper is making some money. He he's just like, listen, yeah. we'll just take it out of my you know winnings. You know, it's no big deal, right? Right. right? Um, <laughs> here's what I liked. This is some kind of like realism here. We actually see uh, the van. Oh, I don't know. It's, just, it's a van or it's a, a truck that they're recording in, right? And we go down and we see the recorder. That's a Nagra, and that is a actual like spy Nagra that they would have used. Because I saw a show. <laughs> I don't know. A couple of years ago, I saw a show on like spy equipment and stuff like that. And it's exactly the same one. It's got the red wheel. It's a little tiny. Um, yeah, and it is like so. It, they're not like fooling around with the props on this thing. They got the real deal kind of stuff. You know, um, Adam uh, Savage from uh, Adam Savage tested. I, I watch that YouTube every yeah. once in a while. He collects those, oh, and so, so he, he's restored a couple of them. So yeah. you know, so I was familiar with it too. Yeah, yeah, so that's. I mean, that's what I like. I like seeing the re- like they could listen. This is 1990. Like who cares? Like they could have showed anything, any kind of like real to real system. We would have been okay about it. But I like yeah, how they kind of like yeah. kept it with something that, yeah, they would have used in the FBI or CIA or yeah. whatever. So anyway, it's those little details I think are kind of important. Um, 
Anyway. So back to the Scooby gang. Yeah, the Scooby gang. They're doing their thing. Here's what's important. Maddie's sneaking out, and who do we see? Oh, yeah, you see uh, Mr. Palmer. We, we see Leland Palmer, right? Leland, yeah. And yeah. he is there, and it's important, I think, that we see him, um, and and he's kind of wondering where she's going. But he's yeah, sitting and, in the dark. So, I mean, he's sitting in the dark at night, uh, you know, in his own maybe thoughts. Um, but yeah. and, and Maddie, too, turns into Lara, essentially. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's no joke. I mean, she, she turns into the, Lara. It's, I mean... You know, striking resemblance. Um, mm-hmm. James is kind of looks a little freaked out at this at first, um, but he, James is this, those. Ah, oh man, that James is the worst, man. He's the worst. He's the worst. I don't think. Listen, um, who's worse than James? I mean, there are a lot of people worse than James. I don't. I don't think anybody in. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Donna either. No, Do, no, you're right. Donna and James are both two emo like teenagers. But they're playing their roles, man. Like, I mean, you can't take that away from them. And and frankly, like, th- th- those roles are given to them. That's not their fault. I guess. I, 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 I'm not blaming the actors. I guess I'm not blaming the actors. It's just they're the most uninteresting. I just am not. And, and again, and, you know, I'm looking at this maybe from like an adult point of view where I'm like, these darn kids, man. They're barking up the wrong tree. They don't know what's going on. They don't know the real the score. They're, they're just walking messing around wandering. Everything up, right? And getting in following getting down in leads that that lead nowhere. You're right. They're messing everything up. I mean, fr- frankly, like like Audrey is the one who is going somewhere um, that's most promising, and she's got no. I mean, she's got no backup. She's trying to do that by herself. Meanwhile, the yeah. kids, yeah. these guys are barking up the wrong tree. They're not doing anything useful, um, although, you know, there might be something that comes out of it. Um, but, yeah, like, Audrey is the one who's who's really going where she needs to go, so to yeah. speak. Yeah, yeah, um, So we got this, like, in, interchange between uh, Jerry, who is also kind of great in this scene. Yeah, I like Jerry. Yeah. Um, and Ben Horn is just getting a little nerd. He's, I mean, things are coming together here. He has to like, he has to get these uh, Icelandic people to buy. He needs to burn down the thing, right? He yeah. he needs yeah. to get Catherine there, right? Catherine's got to yeah. get there in order because now we know like Catherine's being set up to uh, go down with the ship, Ben uh, essentially, and he's going to get some money out of that thing, right? So there's a lot of puzzle pieces that he needs to start putting in, into into place. Here. Yeah, there's a lot. He there's a lot of plates that are spinning. And he's trying to keep them all spinning. Yeah, and it's and Jerry's just Jerry's just fooling around. He's like dancing around. He's like not. He doesn't grasp the. And I think that's the dynamic between the Horn brothers, right? Yeah. Jerry is like this. He's the guy who's going to bring the business, and you know, and Ben is the one that's going to bring it home. And then you've got the food. Food again. What are they eating? Ice cream or something? I can't it's remember. Ice cream. Is it ice cream. It's they're eating? more. Again, this endless hunger, this excess, you know, gluttony. Yeah. That's all. That's them. Yeah. Um. We cut to Audrey, who's who's trying to like, again. Now she's out of her. She's now she's totally out of her league. You know what I'm saying? Like she, Audrey comes in, she's meeting with Blackie, and yeah. um, out of her league. Doesn't I mean? Audrey, Blackie sees through her instantly, right? And she tries to bluff her name with like uh with the scarlet letter. Come on, man. Well, Come she, on. She's a kid, man. She's a kid. 
but so she's too smart for her own good is what she's she thinks like right yeah now. but I, i'm having trouble believing that audrey doesn't or um blackie doesn't know that audrey is ben horn's daughter i mean wouldn't wouldn't you know who that is why would she i don't know i just figure she would know who she is i think blackie knows ben horn is a guy who brings her money yeah brings her clients and money and that's all she cares about ben horn i guess i guess that's true anyway she gets the job because she can tie a cherry stem into a knot yeah, so cliche. The, the one thing I will say, and this is a good le- lesson to anybody out there. If you're trying to bluff your way in a situation and someone says to you, oh, hey, does so-and-so still work wherever? The answer is no. I don't know who that person is. Like, It's good advice. Because the answer always is like, oh, they always try to get you with that. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not a real person. So just say, like, I don't know who you're talking about. That's, like that person, I don't know who that person is. That is good advice. If any, it this is, this everybody is, up constantly. But this is what this is true. I think if if anybody takes anything away from what we do with this series that we're doing right now, it should be if you're asked, "Oh, do you know so and so?" and you're undercover or trying to trick somebody, yeah. you always say no. I don't know who that person yeah. is. Yeah, because because that's because if you, the only way it can go wrong is like if you say yes, right? Because right? right. they're trying to screw you up, you know. If you say no, I don't know who that person is, then it's like, okay, right? You never you met know? the guy, you know. I mean, I guess you could go right. and be like, how could how could you not know them? He's the but but again, you don't want to tip your hand, right? Right. And oh oh, is that was that their name? I forget. You know, you know. I mean, it's easy to kind of walk your way around that. It's not easy right. to and walk your way around being like, yes, I do know that person. And then right. they and say, like, oh, that... they died two yeah. years ago. Like, you know, that, like. Yeah. I mean, if, if someone's going to ask, no one would ask you, hey, do you know that person when they know that person and they're trying to trick you? Right. Because right? if you say, yeah, I know that person, then you're like, OK, well, that didn't that didn't help anything. Right. <laughs> like they have to be they have to respond in the negative. You know, otherwise you're. And you've you're, had FBI training, you're, you're so I mean, this is like this isn't something that we're just coming up with. This is FBI training. This is yeah, this is real life we're talking right. about, man. No more, no more funny business like haha, shotcast, funny two two brothers talking, haha, funny funny. This is like sage advice to get you out of a jam, right? Type stuff. You know what I mean? This could save your life one day. It could. It could. Um. And it might it might have saved Audrey's life. I don't know what the ending is going to be like, but who knows? I guess I mean I guess the other lesson is like if you if you can't bluff your way out of a situation, at least know how to tie a cherry stem into a knot with your tongue. Right. So start working on that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, frankly, I don't know if that's very hard. I've I know I know people who can do that. To be fair, like, I've never even tried. I've never even tried. I've never tried, but I but that was like a trick. That's a trick that I know many people have done. Is it a trick or is it something? Is it a skill? I think. I, I, do you call that a skill? I think you can manipulate your teeth and your tongue to tie a thing. I mean, I don't think that's. I don't. But it's not like you're like secretly tying it before no, you put it in your so. mouth. Okay. I don't okay. think so. I think it's a. Or you just always keep a tied stem in your mouth. And then maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I've known a couple people. Maybe there's just people walking around tied stems in their mouth, but I don't. I, I don't. I, for me, it's not so impressive. I I know people who can do that. Yeah, I I would say the same thing. I've I I know people that have done it too. And I've I never get tried I it. get what they're going at. Like I understand 
I, I don't want you to think that I don't understand what they're getting at, but what I'm saying is like, so what? You can tie a, a thing with your tongue. I, I like, okay. Yeah. I, no, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about, dude. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like Audrey. I'm not naive right. here. Yeah. Um, we got we got another invitation to uh, to love here um, with this drink. It, I think I don't know. This guy's trying to make this drink. Uh, here's the old times or whatever yeah. like the and um you know old acquaintances should be forgotten and then of course we see like who rings us up is you know an old acquaintance that we thought we wouldn't see again uh dr Jacoby right. uh doesn't think that he'd ever see laura again all of a sudden he's on the phone right she's on the phone and yeah. um they do the the whole thing with the tape recorder and the newspaper to make to make them seem like yeah it's it's real right yeah um of course, it's it's the VCR that you can just pop in there. Well, you know, and, and Doctor Jacoby's no dummy, man. He doesn't go to where they want him to go. Right. Well, he's well, he's got a, and he also he's he's packing heat. Like he's not he's not going yeah. there naked, right? He's he's bringing something. Yeah. 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 And like they want him just out of that. They want him out of the picture. But the Scooby Gang again, they do they do a bunch of dumb stuff. They that they, they film it at the gazebo. They don't want Dr. Jacoby to go to the gazebo. Right. They want him to go some random place, right? right? But Dr. Jacoby is like, hey, man, they're at the gazebo. I'm going to go to the gazebo. And then what do they do? They leave Maddie at the gazebo. Right. Like, why not go somewhere else? You know, why stay at the scene of the crime? Like, they're just making all sorts of mistakes. I mean, again, they're kids, right? I mean, they they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, that's absolutely right. And they're try- they're trying to be smarter than they are. And it turns out they're not so smart. Um, so they're trying to sneak in to get some sort of, get the tape, get some sort of evidence. I don't think they even know what they want. You know what I'm saying? Like no. they, they, yeah. they, they're not even like sure what they want when they get it. Um, and so here we go. Here's the, here's the thing, though, that we have to look at. Um, there is somebody watching them. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes, Bobby is watching them. Bobby is there, but there's somebody else watching them and Bobby. Yeah. yeah. So we have to keep that in mind. I think it's Leland. That makes the most sense to me. It, it, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if you're thinking about it, it's Leland. It could be Mrs. Palmer. It could be what about Hank. Like we don't know where Hank is right now. Sure. But the way that it was frantic, it was kind of huff. Like the it sounded like. Uh, maybe Le- that that is my guess. That my guess would be that it's Leland. Now there is a mystery person that we've never really like talked about, which was that guy with Leo. When Bobby and Snake met Leo, kind of there, and they didn't have the money, yeah. and he threw the football. Um, so there was some guy there, and that could have been Jacques. Like who knows? Like maybe that was Jacques. It might have been Jacques' brother. Remember? Could have been Jacques' brother. Hank. Or Leo kills uh, right. Bernard, I think his name is, Bernard or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bernard. Yeah, yeah. Could have, it could have been Bernard. They work with Bernard. Who knows? Um, could have been anyone. Maybe it's maybe it's this guy who is sneaking around now. Like, again, there's like... Yeah, I mean, and they're in the Ghostwood, too, exactly. remember? So there's there might be things going on. In this case, I think that Leland followed Maddie out the door when he looked, and now he is there. It's a point of view yeah. shot, kind of looking. That's my yeah. guess. that's not yeah, that's yeah. my guess, but but we do have to acknowledge that somebody else is there besides Bali, Bobby and um, the Scooby Gang. Yeah. 
Um, so what does so Bobby? Oh, so Bobby then follows. I guess Bobby then follows. Uh, they, they, so Laura, or, or Maddie stays at the Maddie, Maddie stays, stays at the gazebo place. Donna and James go to Doctor Jacoby's house. Bobby follows them to the Jacoby's house. Right. Bobby then takes, I think, like I guess it's cocaine, like a kilo of ca- cocaine. Yeah, dumps it in. Right. The uh, the motorcycle. Yeah, I not not dumps it in, like puts it in. Like I, he's not dumping oh, yeah, cocaine should, yeah. into. He's putting a bag of cocaine into the the tank, the gas tank of the yeah. motorcycle. And he's like, uh, goodbye. I mean, I guess he's gonna like rat James out. I guess that's what yeah. I would imagine. Um, how did Bobby follow? How did Bobby find them? I can't. That, that's a great maybe question. He was like, just, maybe he's just trying to get James or whatever. Yeah, but he saw them at the didn't he? He saw them at the gazebo and then follows them from the but gazebo. But how did Bobby get to the gazebo? Is what I'm saying. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't think we ever saw that. I think he must have just like was. Fo- I guess he was just following them. Yeah, I he's mean, there. It doesn't. Why does it matter? Yeah, who cares? Who cares, man? Yeah. Anyway, the last thing we see is the point of view shot called POV shot of. Uh, somebody creeping in the woods looking at Lara down by the gazebo in the telephone. Right. Oh, here's what I was going to say. Like, I thought it was interesting that he sees that Bobby's there with the, with the, at the gazebo. And when Bobby, I'm sorry, and when James and Donna leave and leave, you know, Maddie, who looks like Lara, why doesn't Bobby go and talk to Lara? Instead, he follows. James that's and good, that's a good Donna. question. I mean, maybe he knows. Maybe he's listen. When when Maddie left the house and we saw Leland Palmer there, Maddie yeah. still looked like Maddie. Right. Somewhere during the point from getting from the house to the gazebo, she changed. Perhaps right. Bobby had seen that or saw that or was aware of what was happening that's a good question i I don't know if that's i mean you've seen you've seen this whole thing you know what happens i don't know if it's maybe just a plot uh hole uh or if it's contingent it's it's not good i i don't think it's going to matter in the long run okay if i if i remember correctly all right so then i won't worry about it too much but that's that's a good that was a good question uh yeah, and anyway, so we we end with a shot of like this unknown person looking around. Yeah, and the uh, the big finale is coming up, which then I can finally go back and watch Hi Ho Kids and see, you know, what the big deal was because I can watch that. Hi Ho Kids, what are you talking? Hi Ho Kids, that was the that was the spoiler alert that they give me. At the very oh beginning. right, 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 right. And go back and I can watch that and see what they were. Dude, but you don't know if it's a spoiler alert for season one or season two or season three. I'm sure it was for season. Well, I guess I can't be sure. I guess I can never watch that High Ho Kids episode. (laughs) Look, I've actually, there's tons of spoilers because I watched Firewalk with me. So maybe I'll watch the High Ho Kids episode. Right. And you just tell me. And let you know. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah. All right. Because it's spo- everything spoiled except for season three. I would say almost everything spoiled for me. All right. Well, that's the shotcast for this week. I'm Brady. I'm Brian. Hold fast. <laughs>